Hello and welcome to Encouraging Others and Loving Jesus. I'm your host, Kim Smith. This is episode 173, A Life Beyond All You Can Even Dream. Thank you so much for tuning in today. This is one of those podcast topics that is very personal to me as I was sitting here preparing mentally and emotionally to flip the switch. I just became quite amazed at just how I've seen God bring this about in my own life. When I began this podcast, what are we, three, little over three years ago, something like that, I I didn't even have dreams for what this podcast was going to be. I just kind of subscribed to Podbean, plugged in a mic into my phone, and started talking. And now, 173 episodes in, I, I just uh, I sit in amazement. Because this podcast, I haven't looked at the latest stats, but I know that it has been downloaded over 4,000 times. I, there, there are no words. There are no words for what God has done. And this fits so well with the story we tell of King David today. So last week we were talking about King David and the fact that when things settle down for him, he's now king of Israel and things kind of settle down for him, he began to think about where he was in his reign and how that he had a nice place to live. You know, everything was going well but he's thinking, which you got to appreciate this, he's thinking, but God, in the form of the Ark of the Covenant, where the presence of God resided with the Israelites, doesn't have his own place. So you have to appreciate David's heart in that moment. And then we talked about Nathan, and Nathan said, do whatever you feel like you're, you're supposed to. And we talked about the danger of making decisions without asking God specifically. But the story, this set of scriptures is so important that we could spend weeks literally just on 2 Samuel 7, the first, let's say, 16 verses. We're going to go back over them today, and I'm going to refer you to do some reading on your own and research on your own because we're not going to get into deep detail regarding the Davidic covenant. Uh, that is what we are going to be reading about today. It is one of the covenants that is contained in the Old Testament. You have the Abrahamic covenant where God spoke to Abraham and it was a conditional covenant. I will do this if you will do so this, this, this. But the Davidic covenant, as you're going to hear in the language, was just God saying, I'm going to bless you and I'm going to bless your descendants. It didn't have a 
but you've got to do this. And it's a good thing since I've been teaching through David Solomon, the divided kingdom for the last few years. David's descendants, including David himself at times, definitely didn't hold up any side of that bargain. So it's a good thing that it wasn't dependent upon them because King Solomon, David's son, well, he messed up. And when we get to him, you're going to understand just how how bad he, he did. Uh, this guy that was the wisest in the world, except when it came to his own relationships. But last week we read 7, 1 through 2, and beyond. And today we're going to pick up there again with 2 Samuel 7, 1 through 2. And I want you to listen for, I want you to listen for what David's personal dream is. What is it that David wants to do? When King David was settled in his palace and the Lord had given him rest from all the surrounding enemies, the king summoned Nathan the prophet. Look, David said, I am living in a beautiful cedar palace, but the ark of God is out there in a tent. And you know from this that David wants to build. He wants his dream is not a selfish dream. His dream is he wants to do something for God because God has done so much for him. And I want you to think about just the limitations of human imagination. God gave us incredible imaginations. I mean, just look at the creativity that we see displayed in art, in music, in animation, in in all of the creative arts. But there are limits. And we could sit our entire life and just try to dream up dreams and plans for ourselves. And they would never, ever, ever be able to compare to the plans that are already in motion placed there by the God who has no limits. Who do you really want to trust your dreams to, your life to? Do you want to trust them to your limited mental and imaginative powers? Or do you want to trust them to the God who has no limits? So David Heart of hearts, in the right place, but God says, this is not what I, I want to be done. And he says, you know, goes on to tell him that one of his descendants will be the one to build the temple. So we pick up in, cha in, in, chapter, in chapter 7, verse 8, and we go through 16. So I want you to compare David's big dream that he had, that he was going to build a temple for his God versus the scope of the plans that God had for David. Verse 8, Now go and say to my servant David, This is what the Lord of heaven's armies has declared. I took you from tending sheep in the pasture and selected you to be the leader of my people Israel. I have been with you wherever you have gone, and I have destroyed all your enemies before your eyes. 
Now I will make your name as famous as anyone who has ever lived on the earth. Check that out. I have been with you wherever you've gone, and I have destroyed all your enemies before your eyes. Now I will make your name as famous as anyone who has ever lived on the earth. David's plan in comparison to God's plan, well, seems very, very tiny. Verse 10, and I will provide a homeland for my people Israel, planting them in a secure place where they will never be disturbed. Evil nations won't oppress them as they've done in the past. Starting from the time I appointed judges to rule my people Israel, and I will give you rest from all your enemies. Furthermore, the Lord declares that he will make a house for you, a dynasty of kings. David's little dream was that he would build a house for the Ark of the Covenant. In other words, he would build a house for God. And God flips the script and God says, I will build a house for you, a dynasty of kings says, for when you die and are buried with your ancestors, I will raise up one of your descendants, your own offspring, and I will make his kingdom strong. He is the one who will build the house, a temple for my name, and I will secure his royal throne forever. And I will be his father and he will be my son. If he sins, I will correct and discipline him with the rod like any father would do. But my favor will not be taken from him as I took it from Saul whom I removed from your sight, your house and your kingdom will continue before me for all time and your throne will be secure forever. Comparing David's tiny dream to the unlimited plans that God had. There is no comparison. David David would have been just like I am at the moment. He would have been pretty much speechless. And we're going to see next week David's response. But I just want you to sit. And I just want you to think, how much time do you spend contemplating, dreaming, thinking up, Plans for your life. Plans for your family. You make big plans. Versus how much time do you spend making plans to know the Lord? To surrender all to Him. To trust him with your whole heart. When it's all said and done, if we have Christ in our hearts, we're going to see each other in eternity. And our plans, if they are not from the Lord, are going to be rubbish. But all the plans that we have walked in, that God has planned for us, that will be what will matter. Second Samuel 23, 5, it says, Is not my family God, is, is it not my family God has chosen 
Yes, he has made an everlasting covenant with me. His agreement is arranged and guaranteed in every detail. He will ensure my safety and success. And even though it doesn't say it in this part, Jesus is the son of David. Jesus, the savior of the world, is part of God's big plan for David. Ephesians 3.20, one of my absolute favorite verses. Now all glory to God who is able through his mighty power at work within us to accomplish infinitely more than we might ask or think. Whose plans do you really want to be a part of? The ones you can conjure up in your head? Or the plans that God has for you? Plans to prosper you and not to harm you. Plans to give you a hope and a future that are beyond more than you can ever ask or imagine. Psalm 37, 4. Take delight in the Lord and he will give you the desires of your heart. Or your, give you your heart's desires, the NLT says. Like, it really comes down to until we are fully committed to God, we don't even know what our heart truly desires. David, he desired to build a house for God, not knowing that behind door number two was the magic showcase. So, do any of you remember the show Price is Right? I know it's still on. It's just, it looks different now. But you had the showcases. And you would be able to see one of them. And you didn't know what the other one might contain. And you had to decide, am I going to bid on this one? Or am I going to try to wait to see what's behind the other door? In this case, we've got what's behind the first door which is what our mind can conjure up. And then behind the second door is the Lord's unlimited plans of which we get a chance to be a part of. I take showcase number two each and every time because I know how limited I am when it comes to the dreams I have for my own life, for those that matter the most to me. I want to trust the God who is able, through his mighty power at work within us, to accomplish infinitely more than I might ask or think. I want to take delight in the Lord, and I want him to give me the desires that he has for me because the desires that my heart truly will be satisfied with are the desires that match his heart because my heart could be excited about temporary pleasures and temporary things but I want what God wants 
And I want my heart to desire what his heart wants. So as I keep plugging along on this podcast and trusting that God is using this to change lives, to transform lives, I'm going to choose door number two. I'm going to choose to trust my dreams to the dream maker, the one that has plans that are infinitely more than I could ever ask or think. And I ask you to join me in that. I ask you to submit your will, your way, your dreams to the Lord, to trust Him with all your heart. Our weekly assignment feature is, what personal life dream do you need to surrender to the Lord's plans? And it may be more than one. What has God taught you during this time? What is God working in your heart? How is he prompting you? What is it that you need to hand over to him and say, not my will, but your will be done? I would love for you to jump into the Facebook group at Encouraging Others in Loving Jesus and let us know what are the dreams that you are surrendering to the Lord's plans. You can also email me at encouragingothersinlovingjesus at gmail.com. And for some of you, you may have, quote, happened upon this podcast and you do not have a personal relationship with Jesus. I've got some information in the show notes. There's a link there that says I want to begin a personal relationship with Jesus Christ. You can follow that link where you can email me and ask more questions. But do you want to settle for the finite dreams that you have for yourself? Or do you want to surrender your heart and life to Jesus Christ, the one who died for you, the one who came to pay the penalty for your bad choices came to provide a way for you not only to live in heaven with him when you die, but to live and accomplish infinitely more than you might ask or think in this life. God's word said that he has come that we might live life and live it more abundantly. Are you living abundantly or are you settling for what your finite mind can dream up? Make today the first day of every other day where you surrender all to him, trust your plans and dreams to him, And know that he will accomplish infinitely more than you might ask or think in and through your life. I thank you for tuning in. Please take a moment to share this podcast with others. It's free to listen. It's free to share. And 
just remember, it's always a trust and obey kind of day. <music>